NFL Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that you can stay close to your team even if you don't live in their town. Like, maybe you're a Raven who married a Seahawk who got a job in the land of the Falcons. With NFL Sunday Ticket, you can watch your team's out-of-market Sunday afternoon games no matter where you live because you shouldn't have to change teams even if you change towns. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. The golden age of travel is back in the Palm Beaches. As America's first resort destination, the Palm Beaches are the gentler side of Florida, waiting just for you. From Jupiter to Boca Raton, sun-kissed sands embrace the warm Gulf Stream waters. Our vibrant blend of people, cultures, and coastal towns welcome everyone. So we invite you to join us. Experience the original, the one, the only, the Palm Beaches. Plan your trip at thepalmbeaches.com. Welcome to Double Century on the 99.94 Podcast Network. This show is on the weird and long history of cricket, and it is made by Jared Kimber, Abhishek Mukherjee, and Nick McCorriston. There was a man with slick black hair and a moustache curled up at the ends who was probably his nation's greatest ever cricketer. He began playing the game after a horrific personal story. When he was 15, his parents got into a fierce argument. His father stabbed his mother four times inside the kitchen, then stabbed himself to death. His mother survived. Two months after this, he started to play cricket. In his first known spell for Reed and Campbells, he took six for 28 in 16 overs. Five batters were clean bowled. He never looked back from there. But chances are that you don't know who he is, because this man didn't play for a country that went on to become a test nation. So his story is largely forgotten. Claude Butlin was known as the CB Fry of Mexico, except without all the Nazi stuff. But without great current cricketers from Mexico... His legacy just hasn't lived on, and so Claude Butlin's story just fades away, much like Mexican cricket did. Welcome to Double Century on the 99.94 Podcast Network. This show is on the history of cricket, and it's made by Jared Kimber, Abhishek Mukherjee, and Nick McCorriston. This series of Double Century is about mischances the teams who got away. For the longest time, the narrative of cricket has been that only the teams who ended up with test status actually loved the game. But there have been many others that have shown the same passion, but who, for many varied reasons, didn't quite make it to test cricket. This is their story. You may not be aware that cricket was big in Mexico before the World Wars. Porfirio Diaz's stint as national president between 1876 and 1911 is called the golden age of Mexican cricket. Claude Butlin was the greatest Mexican cricketer of that period, and let's be honest, probably of all time. The local newspapers often compared their cricketers with the great names of the era, and they called the young Butlin a demon boy bowler after Fred Spofforth, the Australian quick. As I mentioned before, they also compared him with his contemporary, C.B. Fry. But that was because he almost played every sport in Mexico. And we do kind of mean every sport. Butlin played Davis Cup tennis for Mexico. He was also the top scorer in three Mexican football seasons. He won the unofficial Mexican golf championship 10 times. And he was great at rugby, baseball, long jump, high jump, pole vault, cycling. You're getting the point. He won 450 trophies in his lifetime and he became the Mexican Bowls champion at the age of 61. 
But as far as cricket goes, in the 1900s, Butlin used to play for the Reformer Athletic Club. Reformer still hosts cricket. In fact, the current ground is the second highest international venue in the world, after Dharamashala. Reformer won the Cricket Challenge Cup seven times in the 1900s, and by that I mean the decade. That success was mostly due to Butlin. At 17, he had been their youngest founding member. That was in 1894. He led them from 1899 to 1901 and again in 1905. He was one of the fastest bowlers in Mexico, but also very accurate, and he was able to bowl long spells. In 1900, he took nine wickets for four runs in an innings. In 1902, 13 wickets for 20 in a match. In 1903, six wickets for two. In 1909, eight wickets for 14 runs. I think you're starting to get the point. Because that alone makes him a freak, no matter how weak the standard was. But he could bat too. He had tremendous concentration and batted for long hours in big innings. In 1901, he scored 175 not out. That was then the highest recorded score in Mexico. Oh, and in that same match, he took 7 for 13. There were several other hundreds as well. He scored over 3,000 runs, far more than any other Mexican cricketer of his time. And he averaged almost 35 on what were uncovered and underprepared pitches where injuries were very common. He also took 463 wickets. And that record is just from the matches where records were maintained. The actual numbers would have been far higher. There's even stories that after bowling well in the first innings, he often did not want to bowl in the second because he did not want to demoralize the opposition. He wanted to give them a chance. And it wasn't just his record and the fact he was good at so many other sports. Butlin was way ahead of his time compared to other Mexican athletes of his era. He was extremely fit. He followed a nutrition chart, which was incredibly advanced for that era. He also never smoked. From a cricketing perspective, Claude Butlin's background is interesting as well. He was born in then Ceylon, now Sri Lanka, spent his early years in India, then moved on to England. He was 13 when his family moved to Mexico, though, so his cricket was actually developed there. In many ways, he took the cricket that he remembered from his youth, and like he did with every other sport, he completely dominated. It's only really been in the last few years that cricket in Mexico has started to have any kind of a renaissance at all. So there is no one really left to carry Butlin's memory. Recently, I spoke to the founder of Fanbreak, Sean Martin. And he told me that when they started looking for women from less-known cricket nations, they found that they had the talent, just not the system always to nourish it. Butlin is another player like that. We know there was quality there, but he never got the chance to develop it and move forward with it. And because Mexico never starred internationally, there was never that one big moment for their team. And so ultimately, the sport shrunk there. But Butlin's story, and I suppose Mexico's story, is only one about a nation that had an incredible talent that they couldn't sustain. And so we do this series for all those players who gave their teams a golden era, but one that ultimately faded away. This season of Double Century is for the men with the slick back hair and moustaches curled at the ends, and the many out there that we have no idea about their facial hair. We will cover Fiji, Argentina, USA, Kenya, Canada, Scotland, Denmark, Netherlands, and South America. This series is for the players like Barton King, Ollie Mortensen, and Claude Bartlin, the biggest players on the smallest pitches, as we chase the teams that got away from cricket. Double Century is a podcast on the 99.94 Network. You can download our app via the show notes or look for us on social media to see all the podcasts and audio we produce. If you prefer your podcast ad-free, 
You can support us on Patreon. You can support us on Patreon to get that version. You can find the link in the show notes. Double Century on 99.94 is a podcast narrated, produced, and co-written by me, Jared Kimber. Abhishek Mukherjee is the main writer, and Nick McCorriston edits, mixes, and co-produces the show. Sports Social Podcast Network.